All right. Thanks for tuning in to our first podcast. Um, with these podcasts, I really wanted to go around and, you know, talk to some ordinary people doing extraordinary things, you know, finding out what drives them, what makes them tick, how they do what they do, and then what can we learn from that and how we can apply their knowledge uh, to our own lives. You know, everyone's got their specialties and have spent years and years developing their craft or studying this. And if we can sit down with them and pick their brain for, you know, 30 minutes or so and learn what a summary of what they've been uh, learning over the past years, I just think that's remarkable. So I wanted to kind of be that medium for us. So sometimes, you know, all you got to do is ask. I think the information's there, but sometimes we're just scared to ask and uh, finding the right people. So I've really enjoyed this and getting to talk to uh, different people and shed some light on different topics. So today's podcast, the first one I'm going to do here, we uh, interview Dr. Katie Drake Shear, and she's just doing all kinds of awesome stuff. They're, they got two chiropractic offices, one's opening soon, one here in Jerseyville, one in Godfrey, where they do that. But on today's podcast, I really uh, dove into the nutrition side of things. She does a lot. She does personalized meal plans. She has uh, what she calls Dr. Katie's Kitchen, where they do meal prep. So I knew she has done a lot of remarkable stuff and a lot of programming and stuff for people on the nutrition side. So today we really dug into that and tried to get some um, to her way of thinking and kind of understand what she does to maybe sh- shed some light and hopefully answer answer some questions uh, you might have. So uh, yeah, really enjoyed doing it, and I uh, hope you'll enjoy today's podcast with Dr. Katie Drake Shear. All right, thanks for joining us today. I am here in the office of Dr. Katie Drake Shear, so super excited to sit down and talk to you today about a little uh, fitness, nutrition, and all of the above. So, Katie's here with me, and thank you so much for having us. Yeah, and thanks for having me. So, for listeners who don't know, can you tell them a little bit about yourself and uh, what you're up to these days? Sure. So, my husband and I own Shear Chiropractic Center in Jerseyville. We opened in January, and we're opening a second location in Alton, October of this year. And we offer chiropractic care as well as nutritional counseling. Um, I do nutritional counseling for a variety of patients, whether their goal be to lose weight or gain weight, build muscle, um, diabetic education. I work with kids um, with nutritional deficiencies, all kinds of whole, full gamut of nutrition. And we also offer, offer acupuncture and massage. That's awesome. So, yeah, you guys have got your hands full. You're doing so much different things. Did you feel... Like right out of high school, did you know where your passion was and where you were headed from there? Well, my dad, I grew up, my dad started and owned Nautilus Fitness Center in Alton. Um, So I started lifting weights at the age of 12, and I knew I always loved fitness and wanted to do something in the health field. I actually started as a Spanish and English major um, and then decided about third year that I wanted to do something in the health field. And I thought about physical therapy and a couple other things. And I met with um, a doctor from Wood River, actually, and he kind of did a functional medicine approach where he used nutrition to treat patients like he was using medication without using prescriptions. And that's really when I realized I wanted to be a chiropractor because I realized it was about so much more than just adjusting people. It was about the full body nutrition and and full body health. And so when I got into chiropractic school, um, I started 
I met my husband actually right away, and he's the one who got me involved with the Howard Loomis's program of enzyme nutrition, and I learned so much about the actual physiology of digestion and absorption of nutrients, and that's really kind of where I started with the whole nutrition. My intent was never to do weight loss. Um, I never really thought I would be interested in that, but it kind of just exploded about five years ago, and I absolutely love it, and it's just a great part of my practice now, and I have so many spinoffs from from that just that weight loss program. Yeah, so you have the you guys do your chiropractic in these offices, but you also do personal diet plans for right. individuals as well, correct? Correct. So I meet with patients on a biweekly basis and I do personalized meal plans. I give them specific detailed instructions on what to eat for each meal and timings and um, so there's no guesswork. I work with all different body sizes and shapes and everybody's different. So it just depends on you and your body and your goals of what type of meal plan you're going to get. Um, I also have another business called Dr. Katie's Kitchen where I go to businesses or to people's homes or churches or wherever they may ask me to come. And we do meal prep parties where we don't cook at all. We just prep meals. We do 12 or seven meals in an hour and they all go straight from the freezer to the crock pot or the skillet without any extra prep. And then um, I also work down in Alton at Alton Physical Therapy and do meal plans there as well. What do you think the meal prep, it does take time, I think. So like most people know, I always say eating an apple is better than eating a piece of licorice. So it's like right. at the end of the day, what do you think it is that separates someone from succeeding and not succeeding, I guess, like, because we kind of know, but I know there is a lack right. of knowledge on some things, but it's like right. getting that person motivated on that side of the table. I think a lot of it too is there's so much out there. There's so much information that it's confusing. I mean, you can look at all different, Dr. Furman, Dolce, I mean, all these different doctors um, that are out there and, and trainers who say, oh, plant-based. And then you look at Dr. Atkins, who is um, all fat and protein-based, no carbs. And, and you know, it's all different and um, they all work, but you have to pick the right program for your right body type. And sometimes you don't know what that is unless you see a professional and you see someone who can analyze your body type and your, your metabolism type. Or sometimes I don't know how a patient's going to respond until I work with them. And I may give them a diet plan for a couple of weeks and say, you know what, this really isn't working. We're going to totally switch it up and change it up. And it just comes from experience, I think, learning. Um, but I think a lot of times people fail, too, because they're not consistent. They'll do really well. They, they know to eat clean. They know not to eat processed foods. And, but they may be eating the wrong combinations of foods and the consistency of how they're doing those. They're not eating enough protein. They're eating too many sugars. They're not um, focusing their workouts around their meals correctly and also weekends letting their weekends ruin them you know doing great all week and then just totally binging for two days and you know you just can't do that so you have to have a, a calorie deficiency as well as um, a food combo plan that's going to work for your body and I think that's where a lot of people fail something because um, you can give people the exact say meals and uh, workouts and stuff but there's such a mental component that comes in there, don't you think, as like the addiction side and like yeah. addressing that because um, it's like I know on our side of the coin, it's like you can work out as much as you want, but yes. you know the diet, but then it's like, well, what's the underlying root cause, you know, and it's like 
peeling the onion with the people. Absolutely. And, and that's where I think the one-on-one counseling really works. I always tell my patients, you know, if you look at me, I know I'm small, but I struggle with my weight and I've been overweight and I've had blood sugar issues and I'm a self-proclaimed binge eater. I mean, I love junk food. Who doesn't? But getting to understand the physiology of how food affects you and affects your body and affects your nervous system is really, I think, an education-based route of where you should be with patients and you should teach them how it affects them. And they're going to be more likely to pick good choices because they understand that. Um, not to mention, you know, they're coming to meet with me. They don't want to disappoint me. A lot of times they'll, you know, they kind of get motivated by the fact that they have to come check in with me and get weighed and measured. And so those things are motivating to people as well. I have a coach that I see in St. Louis and this is what I do for a living. So it's just, it's just nice to have someone to answer to. So a lot of people are always asking us like, just tell me what to eat. And you kind of touched mm-hmm. on this already, but is it, unfortunately there's not a one size fits all, or, I mean, as we got back to before, it's like, obviously if we're eating whole foods and right. stuff like that, right. but, um, do you think there, is there quick tips that you could give? Like some, your people ask you to, um, so you don't get to be one-on-one with everybody, right? right? Is there like a general different guidelines you give people? Is it the macronutrients of proteins and carbs balance like you talked about? Or is it, you know, calorie intake or eat eat as much clean food as you want? You know, you hear all these different things. Right. Um, again, I think it's different for everybody. I mean, I also uh, do a little bit of bodybuilding coaching just for some of my friends who do shows. And, um, you know, I have one one girl who can literally – come to a check-in and I say, wow, you know, you really killed it this week and you pulled down this much body fat percentage or whatever. And then she'll tell me three weeks later, you know what? I went out and ate pizza the night before. And, you know, and then I have other people that if they ever even look at a piece of pizza, they gain 10 pounds. So, um, I don't think there's a one size fits all. There's definitely people that have similar body types. And sometimes I'll get groups of friends that come in together and I'll be like, okay, these girls both have the same, same body fat percentage, the same muscle mass, Um, they're built the same way. So they're probably going to metabolize food the same ways. And so their plans will be very similar. But then sometimes I'll have uh, two girls come in together that want to do it together and they are completely different. And one girl's upset because this girl's getting pasta and the other girl's not even getting fruit, you know? So it's definitely not one size fits all. It has to do with how your body works and it's genetics too. You cannot fight your genetics. So you have to learn how to tap into that and work with it and learn how to like the foods that your body wants. It makes a lot of sense, even on um, in the gym. You know, someone comes in in two weeks, they might just shed five, seven pounds, and then you got the, someone else a month. It's like, man, I'm only a pound down. But like, right? It sounds like same thing with the nutrition. All these different factors that come in to kind of absolutely add up to do that. And the genetics one's always <laughs> yeah. uh, sneaky in there. Um, so, what? Out of all that being said, do you think there is like one single thing that holds most people back from reaching their goals in nutrition? Yeah, again, I think it comes down to the inconsistency. I think people will do well for a while and then they burn themselves out and they fall off. So you have to find balance and that is something that is so hard to find. I mean, I've I still struggle with balance myself and I, I tell patients that all the time and I'll have people that co- will come in and they'll say, well, I just want to just completely give it up and I just want to go gung-ho for six weeks. And I say, you know what, that's fine, but you really should do a cheat meal here and there because if you completely eliminate all that and you don't have any fun, you're not enjoying your life, when you get done with your program, you're going to fall off hard and you're probably going to end up gaining it all back plus some. So I think being consistent and being balanced is the easiest, is the biggest piece of advice I could say um, to help people stay to reach their goals. But 
keep a food diary too. That is probably the biggest piece of advice. My fitness pal is free. I have almost all of my patients use that and you can log your food. You can look at your macronutrients based on that way. Um, I don't really believe in if it fits your macros dieting. There's all kinds of evidence for if it works or if it doesn't. I've read studies in a hundred different ways, intermittent fasting, eating every two hours. It all works. Um, but I don't like if it fits your macros because a lot of people will quit eating clean that way. And cheat meals are fine, but eating clean 80 to 90% of the time, I think is probably the most important thing. But using my fitness pal, that way you can see what your macronutrients are. And if you're not losing, you can tweak them. And you can also make sure you're eating enough calories because that is a huge thing. I have so many people come in that just are not eating enough. People that just come in, they're eating dinner and that's it. Your body needs calories and it's not going to lose body fat if you're not giving yourself enough so I hear that every day, like I hardly eat and you know, they're yeah. eating one or two big meals a day. So what, uh, like basically your metabolism's just dropping, you're eating some meal, spiking everything and then right. to the story. Yeah. And there's studies that, that, that kind of support both of those. Inter- I mentioned intermittent fasting a minute ago. I know a lot of competitors that do intermittent fasting. And what that means is they will go like 18 hours without any food and then they will eat all their calories within like a four or five, six hour period. Um, and I've tried it. It made me feel terrible. So again, it may work for some people, but not for others. So tapping into what works for you, I think is the most important. And you may have to try multiple different things and multiple different, different plans to see what does work. But not eating enough is a huge downfall, especially if you're training. And I mean, you, you know, you see people in the gym every day that are probably sometimes overtraining. And if you overtrain and you do not eat, that is a great way to put your metabolism in the trash can. I mean, you're going to run out your adrenal glands and then your thyroid's next. And before you know it, you know, you just feel tired and terrible all the time. You don't lose a pound and the whole thyroid cascade kicks in, syndrome X. So that's why... Um, it's not as simple as just the calorie right. in, calorie out with Definitely that being not. said. So. Definitely not. Yeah, the intermittent fasting is interesting. I, I personally kind of do that just yeah. naturally. Um, and we've had some different people talk about it. But yeah. And then there's those prodigies you read about that eat, uh, you know, one meal a day or yeah. ketosis and all right. that. Do you have any opinion on Yeah, on I think ketosis mode? is great for certain people. So I get a lot of referrals from medical doctors in the area that have patients that need to lose weight for surgery and they may need a new knee or a new hip. And um, most of those people will go on a ketogenic diet because they are not able to move around. They are not able to burn those calories. And it is very hard for those people to lose weight and eat carbohydrates, especially because some of them are, you know, the three to 400 pound range. And a lot of them have blood sugar issues to begin with. They need to completely reset their metabolism. A lot of people say, oh, you need carbs, you need carbs. Well, physiologically, you don't. If you look at the structure of the cell, there are no carbohydrates in the structure of the cell. There's fats and proteins. You can live your whole life and not eat a carbohydrate and not affect your body. However, if you're overtraining, you're trying to put on muscle, you need the carbs. You need those to build the muscle, to build the lean mass. So if you are working out and you're working out heavy and lifting and doing cardio, you can really mess up your metabolism if you don't eat enough carbohydrate as well. So, you know, again, it's every situation's different. Every patient's different. Personally, I don't eat very many carbs. I don't really care about them. I'll eat them for breakfast and I'll go the rest of the day and not eat them. Um, somebody with your body type, if you came into me and you wanted to do something, you would be getting a lot of carbs right off the get go. Cause you're, you know, more of the ectomorph, the long, you know, long and lean and you don't hold a lot of body fat. So again, you know, you can kind of look at somebody and tell what they're going to be like, but sometimes it goes by experience of working with a patient too. And you may completely change your mind after a couple of weeks of working with them. 
you think the sugar is the biggest like I felt like when everything went low fat, it was yes. it 90s, and then everything got spiked with the you cars. You could do so. a whole podcast <laughs> on me complaining about this subject. Um, there is no scientific evidence to prove that fat causes heart disease. None. And um, there's a really great book out by Dr. Sinatra. He's a cardiologist, and he wrote the book, uh, The Great Cholesterol Myth. And he goes back to the 1950s and Dr. Mary Ennig and all these people that talk about cholesterol and what affects cholesterol. And we know it's sugar. It's not fat. And there's not one study that promotes that fat affects your cholesterol. Eat the egg yolk. Do not eat egg beaters. I just had a lady come in today that was eating egg beaters. I was like, oh my goodness, please. So, um, you know, the snack well days and unfortunately Weight Watchers is still stuck on that. I mean, Weight Watchers is a great tool for patients. They lose weight on it, but it is a low fat diet and they will give you more points for, um, fat, fat containing foods, even if they're healthy, like oils and nuts and things like that. So, um, I definitely think sugar is the biggest cause of disease in our society. If you look at our obesity rates, our, uh, diabetic rates, even our autoimmune disease rates, they've all skyrocketed since the idea that fat causes heart disease has come around. And again, fat is what makes up the cell membrane. You have to have fats. So eating low fat for a little while, you know, you may see some results there, but especially women, we are very fat deficient and we need to really make sure that we are getting in those good essential fatty acids into our diet. So, um, that's I, another reason why I tend to go more lower carb. Um, I always say fats and carbs, you got to separate those. Those are both a source of energy. Your body's going to burn the carbs, store the fat. So there's nothing wrong with fats and proteins together and there's nothing wrong with carbs and proteins, but you don't want to separate or you don't want to combine fats and carbs. That's a great way to gain weight. Um, unless you're trying to put on unless you're trying to put on weight. So, um, yeah, sugar is by far the biggest downfall, and there's hidden sugars in everything. I'm giving a lecture this week at Alton Steel about diabetic ed education and reading labels, and it's amazing how many hidden sugars there are in foods. We notice it in, like, uh, the peanut butter and stuff, yes. trying to find it. It's like, because you typically won't overeat it <laughs> unless it's loaded yeah, with sugar. sugar yeah. Because it's like, if something's really good, you'll usually find it on there. So, yeah, that, that's really Absolutely. Well, and you can't trust the, the, the label either because if you look at the front of the label, like, for instance, there is a peanut butter on the market that says no trans fats, and then you flip it over, and it has partially hydrogenated oil. That's a trans fat. Anytime you see hydrogenated, that's a trans fat. So you can't trust the front and it, it may look healthy but you have to read the ingredients everyone I always say what's the most important part of that food label and they'll say calories fats proteins no the most important part is the ingredients read the ingredients first and if you can pronounce and you know all those words then look at the carbs calories fats and protein so and then the the next biggest thing for people and um all of us Americans are the word you hear all the time when you ask someone how they're doing. It's typically busy, right? You know? Right. So, uh, and you and Jake got to be two of the most quote unquote, I don't even like really using the word because I feel like we're all just kind of here everybody's being, busy. Yeah. Know, <laughs> like, um, but as far as busy, I would say you guys are at the top of the line with yeah. a couple businesses and or how many businesses and all the nutrition and everything you got on the side. So I guess, how do you guys personally go about that? And I, I'm assuming you teach a meal prep class, so that's probably right. a big factor. But, you know, finding that time, but not even just for all this stuff, because, like, unfortunately, like, being fit and skinny or this mm -hmm. doesn't necessarily equal happiness. So, like, right. you know, we know that it's, like, um, you quote-unquote the word balance, you know, because yeah. those things that actually bring happiness in life and stuff. So how do you guys go about that? Right. Well, we, we both work um, – 
a different schedule. So my day off is not his day off. His day off is Friday and mine's Thursday. So, you know, we do our own thing. So we try to spend Sundays together. Um, Sunday's meal prep day. He likes to sleep in. I'm an early morning person. So that kind of works out. I get up and get all my meal prep done in an hour, hour and a half. And then we have usually the whole day to do something together. So that's definitely a priority. Um, you know, we both do enjoy working out, but sometimes we'll do like an active rest day and go for walks or, you know, something outside, especially when it's nice out that we can do together. Um, but definitely setting some time for your family. And I know moms too. I'm not a mom yet. And I know this is a huge thing for moms. They feel guilty when they go to the gym and they leave their kids at home. Um, you know, find somebody that'll come to your house and personal train you in the morning before your kids get up or, um, you know, go to the gym before they get up and everybody says, I don't have time in the morning. Get up earlier. Go to bed a little earlier. Your kids go to bed relatively earlier. And if they er and if they don't, make them go to bed early. Get some good sleep. Get up early and get it done. And so you aren't feeling guilty about, you know, leaving your kids after school at the after school program to go to the gym. And, you know, you do have those cases where people drive to St. Louis and they have to leave their house at 5 or 5.30 in the morning. And that's just not, you know, applicable. But for the most part, I think people need to prioritize their time for themselves and and make time to exercise and make time for their family at the same time. And if that includes getting up an hour earlier, then do it. You know, just make yourself do it. And once you get in the habit of it, it's so easy. Do you make time um, more and more coming on a uh, meditation or just taking quiet time for yourself? Is that something you practice at all or just I to don't keep understand your mind quiet enough? time. <laughs> um, I tried to do yoga and it was the most boring thing in the entire world. My mind is constantly going. I don't think it ever shuts off unless I'm just pass out to sleep. <laughs> um, sleep. But yeah, Jake, Jake is definitely more of a, a quiet time person, but I'm cons I like to constantly be doing something or I'm bored. Uh -huh. So I have lots of different hobbies I do on the side too. So, Cool. Yeah. So that kind of leads into the next thing here. So what's kind of on the horizon for you guys? I know you got a lot of things kind of popping off. Yeah, we are so excited about October. We bought a building on Godfrey Road. It's right next to the ranch house, and it's going to be Sheer Chiropractic Center, number two. And we are going to offer chiropractic care and nutrition and acupuncture there as well, and probably massage. Um, it also has a separate space where I'm going to run a public Dr. Katie's Kitchen. So I will offer public food prep parties one to two times a, a month. I just hired my girlfriend, Michael Mogino. She's helping me. She's a personal trainer. So she's going to be training for us as well. And she's going to be conducting the food prep parties for me at the office. Um, we're going to be offering yoga classes. Um, and then the basement is a completely Are you finished. Those? No, <laughs> no, we have Erin. She's going to be great with yoga. So I hear it's, I hear it's really challenging. And so if it's challenging, I'll go, yeah, but yeah. I don't like that. Lay there, listen to your breath stuff. <laughs> but, um, yeah, the basement's fully finished and it has a separate entrance. So we're going to actually have a separate business down there and we're going to call it uh Piasa sports performance. We're going to have a couple different trainers down there. We're going to do sports specific training as well as one-on-one -on -one personal training just for clients that don't want to go to the big gym atmosphere and don't want to be in the middle of, you know, all the big dudes in the back of the gym. And, um, you know, men and women too, you know, it, sometimes guys are intimidated by that too, that aren't very familiar with weightlifting. So we've already been purchasing some equipment and we're really excited to open that up. So that's coming in October, October right? October this year. Then we should know how to, all of us should know how to food prep at that point. Huh? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so we're, um, I want to leave it. So I was going to make you try to say it in one sentence, say someone came to you, but I think, and you've kind of touched on some of this, but for someone, someone comes to you on that first day or for our listeners here and it's just like, how do I get started? Like, um, 
I know you kind of said accountability, but what would you say? Is there three or four steps that like people can do today that would help kind of jumpstart them in the right direction? Right. You mentioned the mental aspect of it earlier. Um, you have to have that. If you're not ready, you're not going to do well. And you have to find a way to be ready. You have to find what your priorities are. Whether, you know, I have people that come in that say, I really want to be around to see my grandkids grow up. Or I really want to be able to get down on the floor with my grandkids and I'm too heavy. Or I really want to be able to run that mile. Or whatever your goal may be, set one. And it doesn't have to be a number on the scale. In fact, I, you know, would encourage it to not be. Um, I would rather see you pick a number of a size of clothing than pick a number on the scale. Because body sizes are all different. You can't go by that. Um, but pick a goal that you want to reach, whether it's to get healthier, get your blood sugar lower, gain muscle, whatever that may be, and then start from there. Um, I definitely think a coach is a great idea. Obviously, you know, I have one myself and I am one. So I would say find somebody that you're accountable to, whether it be me or some, another coach or a friend or even your spouse. It's kind of hard to be accountable to your spouse. My husband always says I'm the worst patient ever. Um, but if you can find somebody that you're accountable to and that's going to push you to continue on, you know, that's that's step number two probably. Step number three, I would say get organized. Get your time organized, get your food organized and get your food diary set and make your menus out. I make my menus out two weeks in advance um, of what I'm going to eat for the next week or two. And I'll make that all up on Sunday. And then if I'm like, wow, that was a great menu. I'll do it again for another week. Or if I'm like, oh, I'm totally burnt out. I do something completely different. And I'm always making up recipes and looking up recipes online and trying to find ways to make them healthy. Um, I wrote a cookbook it's called Not So Guilty Pleasures, and I've done a lot of that in there. I've taken foods that were not clean and substituted things in there to make them clean. I have all kinds of things from Italian beef to cheesecake in there. Um, and then I would say step four is you just got to do it. You just got to make the commitment and set um, a time frame of, okay, by this date, I want to be here. And having those small goals are going to help you stay on track better. Well, that's awesome. So uh, people that want to reach out to you, yeah, the book, um, different places uh, online or uh, where they could get the book or anything like that? Yeah, I sell um, our book. My book is for sale down in Alton at One Stop Supplements. And it's got all a bunch different recipes, you said? Yeah, it has 100 different recipes. There's breakfast, snacks, lunch, and dinner, and desserts. And um, they're all clean eating. They follow the clean eating lifestyle. There's a lot of information in the front about label reading and things like we talked about today. Um, and then I also sell them online. My website is uh, drkatieskitchen.com. There's no period after the DR either. Um, and then we also sell them here in the office. And um, my website, you can also read more about the personal training with my girlfriend, Michael, that she's doing the training for us right now. And then um, read more about my meal prep parties as well. Well, thank you so much for your time today, and uh, I'm sure we'll be talking to you soon. So, All right. Thank you great. so much for having me. Thanks. Hope you enjoyed today's episode. Be sure to check out Katie's book and all their additional resources. I will try to get those up in the show notes. You can check them out. If you have additional questions for her or things you liked or anything like that, be sure to reach out to Katie. I'm sure she will uh, get back to you with some good information. If there's someone out there you'd like us to interview or you have a connection to someone you think would be interested or interesting to be on the show, definitely uh, shoot their information over our way. Always looking for new people to get on the show. So thank you all so much for being a part of the community, and we will see you next time. Thanks.